I read a lot of articles, of course, that talk about um, adding diversification to a portfolio. And you mentioned earlier commodities. Right. And uh, it's difficult uh, for this analysis. When I see this analysis, it's difficult for the, for the commodity or basket to be included in a portfolio because they, the assumption is it's going to be a buy and hold. So what the trend followers, uh, mm-hmm. CTA, diversified trend followers do is they uh, can add markets to a portfolio that are not good as buy and hold. And uh, where traditionally the analysis is, how does gold do? Well, I'm, I'm talking buy and hold, of course. Well, it may not do that great. So you may say, well, there's a real yeah. lost opportunity here if I invest in some gold or corn or soybeans or commodities or crude, and I prefer the 60-40 then. And what, I, what we're seeing is that that's true. If you want to add some of these crazy commodities and foreign exchange into your portfolio, it's you must use trend following in order to expect it to add diversification plus actually uh, add to performance. And I think, and then of course you mentioned uh, mm. shorts and that's the uh, a great secret that uh, people should not shy away from shorts regardless of what I said five minutes ago. Uh, they add diversification, they can't, they can't <laughs> make money. And then that's pretty much totally, the uh, you're gonna get that totally from CTAs and almost nowhere else. Uh, the short corn, short coffee, short soybeans that we have on now. And so CTAs can uh, safely and profitably uh, put some of these other markets in a portfolio, but it must be with uh, the trend following. It's frustrating to keep you know reading articles about yeah. diversification and the one mindset is, well, it has to be buy and hold, right? And I'm like, no, no, it's not buy and hold. It's <laughs> trend following uh, rehabilitates uh, markets that historically haven't made money and magically they become profitable. Yeah. So, it, I mean, so in, 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 and also in other words, it's not just the market that adds the diversification, it's the approach that adds, you know, the way you trade those markets that adds diversification. It's funny you say that. I could be completely wrong here, but I seem to have seen an analysis by someone who studies the markets and have done for many, many years and, I'm pretty sure he was talking about commodities generally having a 30, you know, 35 year cycle, a little bit like the interest rate cycle in terms of length. But the majority of the time, I think something like two thirds of the time, commodities spend the time going down. And only a third of that full cycle, the market goes up. So, you know, if that's the case, and I actually don't think it's completely wrong. Uh, when you look at the long-term charts, um, then clearly, you know, the buy and hold in commodities um, is a pretty painful uh, exercise. And, you know, just look, as I mentioned earlier, I was just looking at the Bloomberg Commodity Index. I mean, that's gone down for quite a while uh, and quite a lot. So, you know, if you didn't do the trade on the short side as well, it wouldn't have been a fun uh, asset class to have in your portfolio. Exactly. We're, 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 about, uh, yeah. we're all fooled because it's so easy with stocks. They just keep going up all the time. And we've had so much uh, success with that. <laughs> and bonds are great diversifiers yeah. as well. And so we, that's what we think. That's how markets behave. Yeah. You A good market, a good investment, you buy it, you yeah. hold on to it, and it goes up. And so these other markets are perfectly great markets that just don't have 
I don't know, the equity premium or whatever fundamental people call it. And uh, now I might be a little skeptical that the last 100 years is going to, the next 100 years won't be as good as the previous 100 years. But even given that, you know, it's, that's fine. Um, I can deal with that. But please let me add some real diversification to your portfolio with some uh, long, short uh, commodities, FX, uh, using a trend following system. Yeah, no, in, indeed. Any thoughts on your side, Moritz? Otherwise, I'm yeah. going to throw in that question we had from the okay, list. I, I agree with we... that, but I don't think any of those markets are, are buy and hold markets. I mean, just looking at the charts, if you look at natural gas, lean hogs, live cattle, those are not buy and hold markets. Um, they're trading markets, long and short. And yeah. I don't know about those cycles, like, you know, those 30-year, 35-year cycles. I have no opinion on that, whether they exist or don't exist. But just looking at the charts, it's very clear that you want to trade those markets. And then you have those studies that say, well, adding commodities to a diversified equity portfolio diversifies it even more and it gives us an inflation hedge. Okay, fine. Um, but it, it, it does give you an even better hedge if you apply a trend following trading method to those. And, and also, mm. I think the same goes for equities. I mean, you have the equity risk premium and buying and holding equities produces a positive annual return. Okay, that's great. But, um, you know, why don't you start with, say, trend following, trend following on equities? And then if you feel like it to add buy and hold to it, then add buy and hold to it to get that equity risk premium. But most people get it the other way around. They say, I'll start with buy and hold equities that's 70% of my portfolio, maybe 80% of my portfolio, whatever the number is. And, and then I add a trading strategy on top, like trend following. And I do it exactly the other way around. You get better results.